Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 60 of Too Busy to Podcast. I hope you are doing well. In this week's episode, I am taking you behind the scenes and giving you a sneak peek. Well, I'm giving you all the goods really and sharing with you my Trello board. Trello is the project management tool that I use in my business, but specifically to help me manage my podcast as well as my client's podcast. I have talked about Trello in numerous episodes on the podcast before, and I'm really, really excited to finally sit down and share the goods with you. As we've talked about before, there are so many moving pieces when it comes to a podcast, and I find it helps me to have everything in one place, and that is where Trello comes in. Trello is very much the central hub of my podcast. I do use Google Drive to store the audio file and to store the graphics to re- and the show notes, but Trello is where it is at. I honestly do not know where I would be. Well, I really wouldn't be as organized as I am now if I did not have Trello in my life. And you might have heard of other project management tools. There's quite a few. The most popular ones are Asana and ClickUp. There's also Monday.com there's Basecamp, there's so many. So it might be that you take my layout, my format that I'm going to share with you on this show and apply it to another project management tool. I'm not here to say that you must use Trello. It's the one that I use that suits me best, but definitely do your research. If you're not using a tool already, do your research and find out which one works best for you. So As I said, it's my central hub. It's where I put all my episode ideas. It's where I put my draft copy for, you know, the episode description, my show notes template, my guest template. It's where I put all my links for all the different players. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the links are in one place. It's where all the seasons are mapped out. Everything that you can possibly think of is in this Trello board. Let's first start by talking about what is Trello. So I've said it's a project management tool. You can use it in your business and your personal life. I use it, as I mentioned, for my own podcast, but also to manage my clients' podcast launches. It just kind of helps me and my clients if we use Trello to manage the entire project and they can see where I'm at in their launch at any given time. And with a click, of one link, they're able to access their board and kind of see what it is that they need to do or what I need to do, where we're at kind of with the launch. So that's why I love it in terms of managing multiple projects as well. Trello is free. They do have a paid plan where you can get additional features. But for the most part, I was on Trello. I was on the free Trello for at least 
I would say 14 months. I only upgraded my account earlier this year. I was working on a lot more launches at the time. With the free plan, you get 10 boards, 10 boards for free. And so between my own stuff and client stuff, I quickly ran out of space. And so I decided to upgrade. So for you, where you're only managing your podcast and maybe other little bits in your business or your personal life even, it might be that the 10 boards are just what you need for now. There's no need to upgrade until you absolutely have to. And I think this is perfect because if you're new to project management tools, it might be that you want to test out Trello, play around with it a little bit to see if it's the right fit for you. So what I love about Trello is that it's set up in a way that you are able to see each step in the process, each task from each project from beginning to end. People use it in different ways and I'm definitely going to share with you two different ways that you can set up your podcast board, the way I use it and the way I used to use it and then I recently changed. So you've got a couple options to choose from, but by all means, you might find a different setup suits your style, your personality style and how you work best. So again, this isn't you must do it this way. It's just to give you a couple ideas. What I love about Trello is that it's very list based. So if you're someone that you love a to-do list, Trello is going to be perfect for you. Trello, as I mentioned, is made up of boards and each board has lists and within each list we have cards. So the way that I kind of like to explain it is that your central hub is the board and then within your board you have lists and you could do this in lots of different ways. As I said, I'll come on to the two different formats that you might want to consider. And then within each card, it might be that is your episode. And within that card, within each episode, you could have all the information about that episode, especially when it's guests. It might be that you want to transfer the information from your intake form into Trello so that you have it all in one place. You can upload their headshot. You can copy and paste their bio into that card. You can, if you're working with a VA, you can add them to your board. And when things are ready, you can add checklists. You can automate things so that they're automatically notified. Trello is like, ah, it's fantastic. I know that I'm not making the most out of it, but I know it saves me so much time with what I'm using it for at the moment. So definitely kind of have a bit of a play around and really explore how it could support you, your business and your podcast. So let's kind of get into what my, the board that I'm using at at the moment, let's look at how that is set up. This might be a good time for you if you wanted to grab a notebook and a pen, make some notes. Of course, you can always listen back and pause the episode if you like, but I'm going to be going a little bit quickly. So I hope that you're able to keep up. All right. So I'm going to be doing this live looking directly at my Trello board. So apologies for any clicks with the mouse, but we're going to see how I couldn't possibly remember all of this. So we're going to see how we go. So I have around, I would say eight lists. My first list is start here. And that includes like, I have a card 
for the show description. I have a card for the cover art. I have a card for music, the formal intro, the formal outro. And within those intro and outro cards would be a copy of the text. So what are the words for the intro and outro? I also have the Libsyn standard text. So the text that I would copy and paste into Libsyn every week. I have my show note structure. So now that the website is live. Oh, guys, the website is live. Show notes are coming in the next couple of weeks. But my website's live. If you wanted to check out more about me or about my services, it's www.toobusytopodcast.co.uk. And you can look forward to show notes coming in the near future. So the text that I would put on the show notes page for each episode, I also have a card for that. Then we have links. So my podcast is on or about, I want to say nine, about nine or 10 different players. And I've just found it handy. And I do the same for my clients. I just find it handy to keep them all in one place so that I'm not having to go and search for it whenever I need it. So we've got Apple Podcasts, we've got Spotify, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, Tune In, Audible, Amazon Music, all of them are in that one card called Links. I also have my pod link. So I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the show before, but Podlink is a really, really great resource If you do not have a website for your podcast as yet, you just have your host rather than direct them to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you use Podlink, it will direct your listeners to a platform that they use. So you're giving them options because if you just use the Apple Podcasts link and you have an Android user, they won't be able to do anything with that. So that's what I love about Podlink. I'm able to share that. When they click on the link, they will see all the different icons for all the different players and they are able to choose the player that they want to listen to the show on. So there's a quick tip that I didn't intend to share, but I'm all about giving. So make a note of that. So that's Podlink, P-O-D-L-I-N-K. I will ensure that the information is in the show notes. Okay, so that's my first list. And then my second list is very much a sort of templates resources list. So that's where I have my guest templates. That's where I have my solo templates. So again, my script, what that kind of looks like, the sort of um, structure, I keep it in here as well. This is where I also keep my guest invitation copy. It is in Dubsado. As you know, I use Dubsado to streamline my guest onboarding process. But, you know, it's no problem having things in multiple places. So I have the invitation email copy saved here as well. And then the tips. So when my guests book, they get an email with tips ahead of the interview and I've copied and pasted those here. So that's very much like a resources templates list. So that's list number two. And then list number three is my episode ideas list. So, you know, whenever I have an idea, maybe I am reading someone's blog post or maybe I'm scrolling Instagram or maybe I'm just in the shower and I'm having a moment of inspiration. I will open a card and I will add that idea to that card. 
If I happen to have a link, so I was inspired by someone's blog post, I will copy and post that link into the card, the description of the card, so that when I'm ready to research and prep for my show, I can refer back. It's not about, you know, copying. We're not here to, you know, copy people. It's just about using inspiration. So I will refer back to that blog post to kind of jog my memory around what was it that made me decide to do a episode on this topic. So at the moment, I've got probably about 15 different episode ideas that will eventually fall into one of the future seasons. So that is list number three. And then this is where we really get into it. We have all the seasons. So my next four lists are season four, season three, season two, season one. I know it might you might think differently from me and want to do season one first all the way through to four, but I find this works better for me. So season one being on the far right, every episode that's been released has a card. So we start with the trailer. That's the first card. One, two, three, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Same for season two. So in season one, I think we had about 35 or 36 episodes. And then when we go to the list for season two, it then starts from episode 36. There's a trailer, that's the first card, and then it starts from episode 36. We're coming to the end of season two in the next couple of weeks, so then I'll move on to season three. That's how I've got it set up. That's what works best for me, but it's totally up to you how best you work. And I also have some automation. I'll come on to that a little bit later, but that's something to consider. Make the most of Trello. Make it work for you and help you save time. And then let's just open up a card. So within each card, you can apply lots of different things. So you can apply labels. So because I knew that I was going to be working on my show notes, I went in a few weeks ago and added all the labels. So this episode, for example, has a label behind the scenes and it's color coded yellow. So when you look at your Trello board and you see all the different colors, depending on your memory, because mine is crap, you will be able to tell which category. And that's where it comes in handy because those labels are now my categories in WordPress for my blog, for my show notes. So you're able to see at a glance how many episodes you've got with the same label slash within the same category. You also have due date. This will come in handy for yourself, but also when it comes for me working with clients or working with team members. So that due date would be, depends on how you want to work. For me, because I am not outsourcing my podcast at the moment. So for me, that due date is the date of release. So, you know, this episode goes out on the 11th of August. So the due date at the moment is the 11th of August at 9am. And then when you've finished everything, then you'll go and tick it. And my episode usually jumps somewhere else in the board, but we'll come into that in a minute. So then the next section in the card, we have description. If this was a guest episode, I would probably copy and paste the guest bio in the description. We also have on the right-hand side of the card, and I think I'll try and take a screenshot of this and add to the show notes so that you are able to see, because I could appreciate that unless you're really familiar with Trello already, what I'm saying at the moment could really sound like gobbledygook. 
So I think I'll try and take a screenshot and add to the show notes, which should be available by the end of next week. So you're able to see clearly what it is that I am talking about. So on the right hand side, we have members. That's again, if you're working with a team member, a VA, you can add them to the card. We have the labels, as I mentioned, you can go in and preset what color will be for what. And then my favorite bit is checklist. You can create checklists or different checklists, depending on what it is that you need. So within my checklist, and I won't go through everything, but my checklist will obviously start at, if it's a guest, guest booked, and then we will have guest interview has taken place. And then my next sort of thing on the checklist would be RX prep complete, editing complete, graphics complete, And then as you go through, you can tick them off. This works really, really well, especially if you are batching and you've got multiple episodes on the go and it might be that you're outsourcing your editing. This is a really, really good way to keep track. So make sure that you're using a checklist to help you keep a sort of bird's eye view on what's happening with your episodes. And you're able to copy your checklist over so you don't need to start from scratch with every new card that you create. So that's the checklist. You can also set reminders. You can start set dates. Whatever it is that you need, depending on if you're solo or a team, you have dates as well. You have attachments. So this is where I talked about uploading a guest headshot or in terms of my episode ideas list, If I am on Instagram and someone's, you know, carousel caught my eye, I will take a screenshot and then upload it to the card to refer back later. You can prettify, (laughs) if that's a word, you can prettify your board and, you know, by adding images from Canva, it's totally, I don't really go into all of that. It's just really practical, but you know, if that's your thing, you can definitely do that. And then custom fields. That's probably a bit more advanced. Uh, So we won't go into that as much, but definitely look into it if you feel like it's something that would support you. And then the two bits that I absolutely love, power-ups. So if you do open a free account, I believe you get one power-up per board. So not per account, but per board. And at the time of recording this episode, you will have, I think it's 10 boards for free, which is, I think, quite generous. So there's lots of different power-ups. If I click the add power-ups button, for example, if you use in the file management section, you can add Google Drive. That allows you to access your Google Drive files for a project directly from the card or create and add a new drive file to a card. So, I mean, that within itself is so exciting. The same for OneDrive. If you use OneDrive, you can attach files or folders from OneDrive to your Trello card. You can, in the project management section, if you use Xero for your accounting, you can add a power up to Xero projects, which allows you to track your time to any Trello card so that when it comes to invoicing, all your time is accounted for. Another quick example in the automation section, you can connect to Slack, 
where you streamline your communication and collaborate collaboration apps so that nothing falls through the tracks. And then one of my favorite ones is the card repeater. So you can automatically copy cards for repeated tasks to save time and bring process to your workflow. I love that is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite ones. And then my other one would be, there is one more, Zapier. So if you haven't heard of Zapier, Zapier is a piece of software that allows platforms to talk to each other. So at the moment, for example, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the show before, I have a Zap set up for Instagram and Trello. So when I post to Instagram, that post is automatically transferred to a card in Trello. And that board, completely different board from the podcast one, is my content vault. That is the beauty of Zapier. So there's lots of different power-ups that you can use. I am on a paid plan, as I said, so I'm using a few more, but I remember when I was on the free plan, the one, well, there were two cards, the card repeater, as I mentioned, but also calendar. The calendar one allows you to see your board in calendar view, which you would think would be standard, but you know, (laughs) there has to be some perks, right? So rather than seeing it in the list card format, you'll be able to see it in a calendar. And if you are using the dates feature quite heavily, that's where the calendar will come in handy. So that is the power-ups section of the board. And then when we go over to automation, oh, this is my, well, I've got so many favorite pieces, but this is where things get really, really interesting. So you have you can you have ways of setting things up depending on how you set up your board. You could have one list for all your episode ideas. And then when you decide to make that list or make that episode like it's confirmed for the show, you could set up an automation where move card two, that's the first step, and then you will add the list name. So you could say move card to the top of list season one. So season one could be the list name on Too Busy to Podcast, which is the name of my board. And then it will add an action. So every time you do a particular action, it will move that card to the top of whatever list you set on whatever board you set. So you could even move that card across boards as well. It's absolutely amazing. And there's other features such as copy card two, add labels. You could automate that piece as well. You can automate setting a due date or a start date. There's so much things that you can do. It's absolutely insane. So definitely have a look at that once you've kind of found your bearings. Automation and power-ups are there to support you to and to help you save time. And that is essentially it. I have lists for reviews. So whenever I'm notified by Chartable that I have a review, I will take a screenshot and add it to a card. That's just, well, lots of different reasons. I can refer back to it in the future quite easily. And, you know, it's just a nice reminder as a podcaster because we sometimes don't know if our message is landing. 
So with these reviews, having them all in one place helps you to, you know, know that you are, you're on the right track. You're doing the right thing and people are enjoying the show. So I have a list for reviews and then I also have a list for stats and analytics. So every so often, I think it's about once a quarter, although I think I'm supposed to be doing it once a month, I will sit and look at my stats in Libsyn and make a note of them here. So the cards beneath that would be the quarter one, quarter two, quarter three. And then within the description, I will make my notes. But then I also have like a proper Google sheet in Google Drive where it's properly filled out with all the sort of stats, the data, what was the most popular episode, that kind of information. And that's it. That is my current Trello board. So in terms of what I used to use, you might prefer this layout. Again, the list are start here, templates and resources, ideas bucket, and then instead of having season one, two, three, and four, what I used to do was one list would be plan and research. The next list would be for editing. And then recorded would be the next list, followed by scheduled, followed by live. And that's it. And the same sort of concept, as I said before, within each list, you would have episode one, that's the card, and you would have your checklist beneath it. User label. These labels might be slightly different in that you might want to specify guest and solo alongside the category that they fit in, but you just tick. You just tick off your checklist. This is where automation is a beautiful thing because once you check off certain things, and for example, there are five steps in the planning checklist. So when you have finished those five steps, you can set up an automation where it automatically moves over to the four editing list. And then there's another six items in that checklist and then it moves over to the next. So there's lots of different ways to do it. It might be that you prefer that way instead. Again, I will ensure that I include a sort of screenshot, but this isn't the one that I use presently. I use the one that I talked about earlier because that works for me but it might be that you need something different for yourself. There's no right and wrong. It's totally up to you. Just do what works best for you. And that's it for this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed this sort of inside look at how I use Trello to manage my podcast. If you have any questions at all, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at too busy to podcast or an email at info at too busy to podcast.co.uk. Let me know if you plan to start using Trello or maybe one of the other project management tools. It doesn't have to be Trello. And yeah, I hope you have taken something away from today. Next week, we're coming to the end of season two. So next week, I have a wrap up episode planned, although I'm toying with putting in another episode before we wrap up. So let's see. Next week could be a surprise. (laughs) Let's see what happens next week. But until then, have a fantastic week and speak soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. 
If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.